watching my fellow Americans with your host, Spike Cohen. Yes. Yes. It's me again. I'm actually doing multiple shows a month. Keep clapping. It's the, I keep doing a show every week miracle. How would we know that you didn't want me to keep doing a show every week after months of not doing that on a regular basis if you didn't keep clapping? Welcome to my fellow Americans, I am literally Spike Cohen. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we have a great, great episode for you tonight. I don't know why I bother saying I mean, we always have a great episode for you. But once again, including tonight, we have a great episode for you. Be sure to share this right now. Share this right now. As you know, Mark Zuckerberg does not want you or anyone you care about to see this. But we're going to show him... Share it right now and share it. And if you're not using Facebook, then whoever's using whatever platform you're watching or listening to this on equally does not want anyone to know about this. So share it right now. Uh, This is a Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Anchor, Twitter, Periscope, iTunes, Google Play, Float, Twitch. We are everywhere. I think we're on Discord. No, we're not on Discord. We might be on Discord. Check us out and see if we're on Discord. Be sure to check us out everywhere. Like us, follow us, five-star us, subscribe to us, whatever thing you are watching or listening to this on. Be able to do the thing. Be sure to do whatever the thing is that shows that you want to continue following whatever we're doing. And if you are doing it from YouTube, be sure not just to press subscribe, but then hit the little bell right next to it. That way you get notified. Your phone notifies you. Every time something new comes out, Give the gift today of Spike Cohen. Kids love it. 
this episode, what are we doing now? This episode is brought to you, of course, by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest growing caucus that is related to waffles in any political party, including in the Libertarian Party. By virtue of the fact that we're the only one, but we are the fastest growing one by that very virtue. And uh, so be sure to check us out on the Facebook group, Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. Very soon, we will once again have uh, LP Waffle House Caucus buttons that you can get through the Muddied Waters Media Store. This episode is also brought to you by Black Coffee, spelled B-L-V-C-K, because it doesn't matter how anything is spelled anymore. Nothing matters. It's 2020. Nothing matters anymore. Be sure to go to Black Brews, B-L-V-C-K, brews.com. To get the most delicious, cold-brewed, organic coffee to ever be horribly misspelled, be sure to use the checkout code MW to get free shipping. This episode, of course, is brought to you by personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. If you are personally injured in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, go to chrisreynoldslaw.com. He will get you the money that you need. And if you're in a hospital, you may not even have to you may not even have to go to the website. He'll probably already be there in your room, just smiling, just telling you about all the money he's gonna get you. Go to ChrisReynoldsLaw.com and he will be able to help you out. The intro and outro music to this and every episode of My Fellow Americans is brought to you by the amazing and talented Mr. Joe Davi. That's J-O-D-A-V-I. Check him out on Facebook. Uh, check him out on his SoundCloud and go to his Bandcamp. Go to joedavimusic.bandcamp.com. Buy his entire discography. It's like 25 bucks. It's some of the best music you'll ever hear. Joe Davi, absolutely incredibly talented musician. Thank you so much to Mr. Joe Davi. I'd like to thank Nestle for this pure life water that I'm drinking. This isn't just water. It's not just water. It's pure life water. I don't know what that means, but it's it is it tastes good. It's good water, Bulavanaka. And of course, shout out to Tehran Turks, his mom and him as always. Folks, my guest tonight is a Czech politician, publicist, and activist. He is with the uh, Free Citizens Party of the Czech Republic and is also the president and founder of Liberland, an aspiring new nation based on libertarian principles. Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans, please welcome to the show President Vít Yedlichka. President Yedlichka, Vit, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you very much, Spike. It's a great pleasure to be on your show. And uh, you know, I follow, of course, very closely what the Libertarian Party is doing. And I'm very excited that you guys uh, asked for the recognition of Liberland. Uh, so again, it's a great pleasure to be with you. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm happy to have you on. And folks, be sure to chime in with your questions and thoughts. Muddied admins are standing by to tell you if you are right or wrong. Now, uh, Viet, first of all, uh, you have described yourself as a libertarian and an anarcho-capitalist. Uh, the first question that I ask any of my libertarian guests here on My Fellow Americans is what brought you to libertarianism? Was it kind of an aha moment or was it sort of a gradual evolution over time? Tell us the tell us the Viet Yedlichka story. Well, to be honest with you, yesterday we were just talking with this journalist uh, exactly about that, and I told you I had, I had a visit by French journalists that are writing a book about Liverland. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out if it was first the Laissez-faire magazine 
that brought me to Frederick Bastiat. It was, it was actually Frederick Bastiat that brought me to to the Laissez-faire magazine when I <laughs> when I was 14, and I was looking for the ways to understand the world around me. And uh, I always I was always pro free markets, but honestly, the the works of Frederick Bastiat got me on the journey where I am right now. So like the law and, and his other his other essays and books like that? Exactly. It was the law, right? It's really nice call for an action. If you start, uh, and uh, of course, I, I believe that it is a must for all of your listeners to read the first page of at least the first page uh, of the law, uh, the first, uh, the, the book, that the main book that he actually published. Mm. Uh, it is just amazing call for action for all libertarians. Yep, I, I actually two books that I recommend to to my my followers and listeners are The Law by Bastiat and uh, No Treason by Lysander Spooner. But I, I always tell them to start with The Law. It's a relatively short and easy read, and it gives kind of a a, a good, as you said, like a call to action, but a good uh, outline of sort of the libertarian idea of governance. So, uh, and speaking of which, you are a member of the Svobodny Party. Is that correct? Is am I saying that correctly? I'm no longer a member and Liberland started. I, I basically canceled my membership or not canceled. I didn't prolong it. Um, okay, okay. I'm still, I'm still a supporter, but it's not really, uh, it's not very good idea to be president uh, of one country and at the same time be a and party it, uh, member in some other country. And if you say I'm Czech politician, so that does no longer applies. I would say I'm Liberland statesman right now. I apologize. Uh, you are a Liberlandian. Is it Liberlandian? Would that be the pronoun? Liberlandian is all right. Uh, Liberlandian yeah, politician. politician. Liberlandian is the objective. So, so the head of the head of state of of, of Liberland. That's fair. So then, tell us about sort of. I guess you're starting in politics. What you got you started into into the political sphere before before you started Liberland. Well. I think the works of Bastiat really got me going. And then I started this uh, non-profit organization called Reformi.cz, like Reforms Czech Republic. And uh, and I gathered a group of people around me. We started to translate the Ron Paul speeches, Nigel Farage speeches, and mm-hmm. a lot of the educational videos, from, for example, from FEE, the Foundation for Economic Education. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, it got quite popular. We've got more than 22 million views right now on Internet. Uh, so it is it's one of those, I would say, educational streams in Czech Republic that changed a lot of people's opinions. But uh, at some point, really, after we started the political party and we also got the seat in European Parliament uh, and, and everything kind of got running, I realized that there is no change to th- change the things from within. You really have to do it from outside. You have yep. to start something new uh, in, in, to, real, to really make a, a change. Uh, because when I realized that even if we had majority in European Parliament, we still couldn't change much, uh, I understood that that uh, that's the right way to go. And then we started to look for a new country. We started to discover different places on the planet where we could start a new country. We started to discuss what should be the constitution of that. And then Liberland was created. And so Liberland, this brings us to Liberland, uh, the country that you founded, uh, you're you're trying to found basically an anarcho-capitalist utopia. It's on the island of, and I'm I'm probably saying this terribly, but it's on the island of Gornja Siga, uh, and 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 uh, adjoining property that's next to it, which lies along the Danube between Serbia and Croatia. It's about 1,700 acres or 2.8 square miles. In fact, we have a a, a photo kind of describing where it is. Um, now, currently. 
uh, no one actually lives on the property of Libertyland. Is that because no one has sufficiently proven yet that they were a real libertarian? No, 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 no. That's not the case. Uh, I think the main reason why we are unable, actually, we do live there, but we are living on the boats. And okay. uh, now, right now, the, the temperature dropped below zero. So we just got back from Liberland yesterday. Uh, and the, the winter is really chilly in the region. Uh, but over the summer, people are living on the houseboats next to Liberland. That's one thing. But let me just correct you again. You know, I, I don't think that the notion of like anarcho-capitalist utopia is also the right description. Like okay. our project was minarchist from beginning. Uh, okay. We said that we are going to take care of security, justice and diplomacy. Uh, so it is not real anarcho-capitalism right. kind of utopia as you described it. Uh, we are we are trying to combine the best elements of republic, uh, basically combining Singapore, Switzerland, and Hong Kong in in one place, uh, but making it everything a little bit better, a little bit less regulations and and even better tax regime, a voluntary tax regime. So I would really describe it more like a voluntarist country rather than anarcho-capitalist society. That's fair. That's fair. Now, uh, you're you're claiming the land based on the, the concept of terra nullius or the fact that the land doesn't legally belong to anyone. Uh, Serbia, as far as I can tell, is, is not claiming the land as theirs. Croatia is also not claiming the land as being settled as theirs, but they're saying that it either belongs to them or Serbia, even though Serbia is saying that it doesn't belong to them and Croatia is also not actually explicitly saying that it belongs to them. So is this just a it, the whole border dispute, right? That's the that's the whole deal. But what's weird is that the, the border dispute, you're the only one actually claiming that you own it. Everyone else is claiming well, Serbia is saying it has nothing to do with us, and Croatia is saying, well, it either belongs to us or Serbia, but we're not sure yet. So where where who arbitrates that? How was that decided? Well, there is this arbitration, uh, which goes on for, I think, 29 years right now. Okay. It's a, it's a long process, but uh, it seems there is no other solution than creation of liberal and out of this process. Uh, it, we are simply the most feasible solution uh, to this. And, and we know that we can be extremely beneficial for the whole region. Uh, our economists and actually economists from Belgrade calculated that we could provide as much as 1% GDP growth to both countries. You could enormously boost the whole region, just like Hong Kong uh, boosted the piece of China around it. Right. Uh, so again, like there is no no other contestant in terms of the territory, which is quite nice. And uh, for now, we are just getting free security from Croatia, which protects our borders from all sides. Right. So, and there are Liberland embassies uh, around the world. Uh, you currently, you recently rolled out a currency called Merit, which is built on the Bitcoin cash chain. Uh, there's a Liberland beer. There's a Miss Liberland. Uh, there's a Liberland football club that participates in the unrecognized country's football tournament. Uh, there's uh, an entire uh, ecosystem that's being built around both the concept and the nation of Liberland. Uh, you have annual events. You recently celebrated your fifth anniversary. There are, if I, if I, if I'm correct, over uh, nearly half a million people have have applied for citizenship. Is that correct? It's more than six hundred sixty thousand, but let's say there is two hundred eighty thousand completed applications. So six hundred eighty thousand people started the process, but only two hundred eighty thousand finished it. So. 
almost 300,000 people that have completed an application to be citizens. But because of the, I guess, the dispute with Croatia, no one's actually allowed to be on the physical territory. I guess if someone tries to get on the, the land, Croatia, like you said, they're providing free security. They're basically not letting anyone on the land right now. Is that correct? But let just let me tell you that I was there 10 times this summer. It doesn't mean that you cannot get there. It's it's a bit of a challenge, but it doesn't mean that it's completely blocked off. It's difficult to build there right now, but you can go there if you really want. Uh, and our intentions is to uh, permanently settle it. And what we are doing right now is building strong enough fleet of ships that can provide that initial settlement, a, a good base. Uh, so we are putting together seven houseboats for some 50 people each. And then we are having this mothership for bigger events. It's called Bitcoin Freedom. And, and I'm actually these days working on the refurbishment. And that will be able to host 30 people overnight and 100 people for events. And there will be a restaurant as well. So we are, we are making sure that, that we can properly settle the place whenever the situation with Croatia will improve. Uh, or actually, uh, it's pretty good now, but when they... Uh, leave the security aspect uh, of our borders to ourselves. And that allows you to meet the statehood criteria, which is to have a permanent settled population, to be self-sufficient, to be able to uh, uh, to engage in diplomatic affairs with other, you know, other states and things like that. So that kind of starts along the process of getting that recognition by other countries by having that permanent population there, right? Yeah, um, and funnily enough, or, you know, interestingly enough, it's already possible with our status to receive the full recognition by other countries. Uh, because if you read Chicago Journal of International Law or Michigan Journal of International Law, they actually argue that the fact that uh, our population is uh, displaced from the territory doesn't mean that we don't follow the population criteria. So, uh, you know, the fact that basically Croatia illegally removes liberlanders from liberland uh, doesn't mean again that that the the Montevideo criteria are not followed. That's fair. That's fair. And of course, uh, uh, in fact, the Libertarian Party in 2018 at our uh, midterm at our 2018 convention, we actually passed a resolution calling for the United States to officially recognize the nation of Liberland. So you certainly have an ally in in libertarians. Uh, as a movement and in the Libertarian Party of the U.S. as well uh, in your in your venture that you are doing. Um, now, uh, speaking of the of, uh, future of, of Liberland, something that came up, and I'm not sure if this is because you're now mentioning uh, almost more of a, like a, a, a using boats as a, I guess, a hybrid sort of seasteading project to, to start the process with Liberland. But I came across something, and you can tell me if this is something that's still active, but it was called Liberland... Uh, seed, and it was actually uh, a project that was uh, uh, that an architectural firm, uh, I guess, had bid to to put together for you. Um, and it was actually pretty impressive when I looked at it. It had it was basically an entire uh, 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 community that would straddle uh, this uh, straddle the the territory of Liberland. Uh, it had uh, you know it, an entire uh, ecosystem and, and apparatus built around it uh, of how it would house everyone. Uh, you know, pretty detailed uh, illustrations of, you know, residential and uh, commercial applications. 
you know, understanding of how the uh, infrastructure of the project would work, the energy, the providing of, of water and, and so forth, uh, waste uh, disposal and all that stuff. Uh, pretty impressive thing. Now, was that is that is Liber, uh, Liberland Seed still uh, a project that you are, are, are looking to do or have you had decided to, to go into another direction with it? Well, of course, it is not up to the state to decide uh, what should be built inside of Liberland, right? And mm-hmm. we don't believe in in, in state planned, uh, planning uh, of urban design. Uh, but uh, we were just trying to provide platform for architects to to show what, what can be done. And, uh, and, and, of course, platform for in- investors, uh, what they would like to do. And uh, right now, this was a result of our first architectural competition and Sergio Banchi, is a famous Italian architect uh, based in Rome. Uh, we actually visited him with the whole delegation a year ago. Uh, and this was a nice, uh, I would say, second version of his Blade Runner vision uh, for Liberland. Uh, his into megalo structures. And if you if you look into the results of the, the initial phase of that uh, project, uh, it was a huge uh, mega structure that would also include an airport on, on top of it. Uh, and it was basically fulfilling his uh, child dream uh, to build something like that, uh, at least uh, right now on his on his uh, and his computer and with his team as a design. But uh, and I asked him if can you please scale it down to something which is more feasible. And this was the result, the, the pictures that you show. And uh, Sergio is probably one of the most active uh, and continuously active designers for Liberland. He's also behind the design of our boats. You go to floating.ll.land, you can see uh, the houseboats uh, that he designed uh, for next year to be produced. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm very happy to have him on board. So uh, just to answer your question, this was a one of the ways uh, how, how initial first building in Liberland could look like. And mm. yes, we came to some investors and said, you know, this would be probably $150 million, $120 million to build. And it could host three, four thousand people at the same time, and could work as a whole ecosystem. But on the other hand, it's really not the the role of the state to to commission and build something like this. Again, we are as a there is a platform inviting everybody to collaborate on the future. Yeah, and that was actually my question because when I saw it, the way that it was presented in the article that I had read was as though this was like a centrally planned thing, and I thought, well, that kind of goes against the whole concept of Liverland to begin with. So this was more just a, 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 a proof of concept of the type of development that could happen in Liverland if investors wanted and and you know developers wanted to move forward on that. But you're not saying this is what Liverland has to look like. No, 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 not at all, not at all. And uh, I'm, of course, I'm going with the flow. If there is some architect excited to b- make some new projects or some artists or, or musicians, I'm always uh, supportive because that helps to increase uh, the cultural background of Liberland, right? It's it's something that you need to have if you're starting a country as a strong community of, of architects, uh, musicians, and other artists that are and are creating the future of the country. Now, let's talk about the actual government of Liberland, uh, both, I guess, how it currently is and, and, and what you envision it to be. I read somewhere that you are looking to create a decentralized uh, blockchain-built form of government. What exactly does that mean? And, and I guess, how, how do you envision the actual, uh, I guess, nuts and bolts of the government of Liberland to look? 
Well, as I told you, we put together the best elements that we could find in American Republic uh, with some elements of, of Swiss democracy and especially the public veto where the citizens can veto the decisions of the government and with mm -hmm. some elements of meritocracy. Some of them you can find in Singapore and, and with, a little, with a little bit of uh, corporate, uh, corporate uh, style management. Uh, so right now we will have two chambers and the, the first chamber will be voted by the people that hold merits, people that have contributed to Liberland. Whenever they contribute, they get the merits back. And these merits the, 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 the are basically shares of Liberland. You're, you're saying the cryptocurrency merits? No, 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 no. Well, uh, I just have to clarify this. We had a, a kind of a test uh, with this Bitcoin Cash network uh, okay. of this cryptocurrency, and we are still working on that. But on the other hand, everybody that contributed to Liberland received merits, a state form of merits on their account. And we are okay. keeping okay. track of whoever contributed to Liberland. We are keeping track exactly how much they contributed. And we're building a technology where we have chosen EOS technology, not, not the blockchain, but the technology for developing our governance. And, uh, and EOS seems to be the most advanced uh, uh, blockchain for our use. You can literally run the whole governmental system, budgets, uh, justice system, decentralized justice system, etc. Everything on one platform. And I was thinking that this is actually a good way uh, to utilize this technology. Nobody has done it so far. EOS itself has different governance issues. So I was really thinking that we can bring some innovation and apply it to real case of nation state government. Uh, and that it will work as follows. You basically have your merits and you vote for your favorite congressman. Uh, the, the congressman will line up according to the support that they receive. The top 21 congressmen uh, will be sitting in Congress, actually, or they get to be elected. And out of that will be a government formed. Probably five to six ministers will be selected out of out of that group and uh, will select a prime minister, which is the base base for our our system. So it's a unicameral legislator legislature. No, no, we do have a second chamber. Second chamber is more like uh, it, it doesn't have any. Uh, powers in a sense of active powers it does have a power to veto the decisions by government okay uh, so it, it keeps the veto power it, uh, and and this chamber is created it's more like house of lords kind of chamber uh, than anything else but it gives the people basically that were the early contributors or biggest contributors extra kind of inherited seat uh, to be able to check on the progress of Liberland. Uh, so that's another chamber. We, we do have two chambers. One of them we call Congress and the other one we call Senate. And you also have a, uh, a blockchain-based uh, dispute resolution system, right? Yes, we, we are working with some experts in the ULEX uh, arena. And I don't know if you heard about ULEX, uh, which is like a protocol for dispute resolution. It also hasn't been put on blockchain yet, but the whole thing is literally calling for it. Uh, it is a very smart way how to, it's, it's like taking the best out of the commercial dispute resolution systems applied right. around the world yep. Yep. And, and applying them to a regular justice system. And, uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to make it run. Uh, I hope we will find the, the, the community inside of the EOS ecosystem to help us put it into, into practice. Right now we have just first judge 
and he didn't have to really solve too many cases, luckily. Uh, so it's quite centralized. Uh, and, uh, and then these uh, resolutions are again noted in form of merits or minus merits on people's accounts. It's very it's it's a very interesting and innovative thing that you're doing um, now. Oh, uh, final question, because we are libertarians. This is a going to be a voluntarily funded government. Is that correct? There's there's not going to be a, comp- a, a coercive taxist structure. And that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. There might be in the future some sort of land tax in order to uh, incentivize people to do something with the piece of land in Liberland. Right. Uh, that there is an option for that in the constitution, but all the other taxes are basically forbidden. There is only voluntary way how to contribute to projects. And then you can expect that your that your uh, name could be on the bridge or, or could be right. hanging uh, above the court system, uh, etc. if you make some bigger contribution towards some goal. Um, but none of that will be forced by, by the state. We really want to have a zero VAT zero cost, uh, consumption taxes, zero import-export taxes. That's our goal from beginning and just let people contribute as much as they want. And doing that makes this place into the ultimate tax haven. So you're going to bring some whales in, some some you know major people that are going to want to be able to avoid taxation. That's going to be a great uh, you know attractor uh, to people coming into a, 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 a system like this where they're not having to put out, you know, billions or hundreds of millions of dollars, they can just live voluntarily and, 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 and choose to fund the services that they want and to provide for themselves and others. It, it's, it's really an incredible thing. Um, I guess, I guess my question to you is, is what are the, st- you know, what has been the most recent progress that you've been happening and what are the steps moving forward to, to get the, uh, you know, to get the concept of Liberland mainstream, to get more uh, uh, recognition by by other by other states. You know, what what are your where where what have been the most recent progress, and 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 what's the what's the uh, the, the plan forward in the in the short term? I really wish I could share with you all the most exciting progresses, but we are in the stage where you know we are literally like unable to share those progresses because it's all <laughs> sensitive, time sensitive. Okay. And uh, but I can tell you there are some super exciting developments, especially this week, uh, and tomorrow there will be another huge event happening. But none of it is it is for sharing. Okay. Uh, again, from from the beginning of this year, I just was excited that Liberland got recognized by a UN member state, uh, which was a, a, a big change after we cut the deal with Somaliland. Uh, we we basically succeeded in getting some UN members on board. Uh, with the recognition of Liberland. So that was a big one. But right now we have even bigger news. Uh, it's all piling up, but we are, we are literally getting stronger and stronger to be able to publish on these news. Uh, and we know that we are not there yet. You know, we, we are not strong enough uh, to to basically sustain the uh, some sort of, um, I would say, a, a fight back in, in a sense that somebody would... Uh, push right. these countries, for example, that recognize Liberland to recall it, etc. So we have to be very careful about this. And, uh, and you know, this is time really for us when we make and, and realize the projects that are possible, uh, especially in Serbia right now. I'm, I'm very active in Serbia to, to finish the infrastructure around Liberland. We need to make friends here. We need to prepare the contracts. Uh, we need to to know exactly how Liberland will be connected to the rest of the world here physically as well. Uh, and, and that's what I'm working on. And that there is a bunch of 
exciting things like Liverland Village on the Serbian River, uh, which we will uh, unli- which we will introduce next year, mm. and uh, and free trade zone. That's another big one uh, where we utilize the status of free trade zone that Serbia has to offer, and we are offering it to Liberland residents and citizens. It's a form of retail place without VAT and without customs, and with with a big uh, advantage that that for example Serbia already has a free trade agreement with Russia. So there are no no customs, and you you can utilize the best out of what is there to offer without any extra red tape. That's really good. That's awesome that you are that you are are, are moving forward with this type type of stuff. So I understand there's some things that you can't share right now, but uh, there's definitely some things that are going to be you know rolling out uh, over the next few days and weeks and so forth. Now. Uh, I think I already know the answer to this, but you know, you you this is a a country that is in Europe. I assume that you're not going to be a member state of the EU. Well, not, and, and also Liber- uh, Croatia has never joined EU with this piece uh, of land. Uh, so we have a confirmation on the EU level, uh, and and from the negotiations between EU and Croatia, that that Liberland is not part of the EU. And if you actually go from Croatia to Liberland you are charged for illegally leaving the Schengen zone. Okay. All right. So it's not, it's not within the, the jurisdiction of, of the EU to begin with. Okay. Um, so one of the biggest questions, cause whenever I, I have a guest, I, I'm going to have a guest on, I ask my, my, you know, supporters and followers, you know, what, what are their, what are their questions that they like to ask? And pretty much the only question that I got back including from my my co-host uh, and, and co-owner of Muddy Waters Media, uh, Matt Wright, was how do we become, uh, you know, how, how do we apply for citizenship of Liberland? How do we get a Liberland passport? How do we become Liberlandians? How, how does that work? Well, just become part of the team. And, uh, you know, our team in the U.S. is pretty, pretty white. And, and it's a lot of fun, I think, to, to work in, in that group of people on the best ways how to how to uh, get things started and there is and there are multiple opportunities on commercial diplomatic and other levels that that can be explored uh or, or you know you can also come down here and and help us with with some of these projects uh the more the merrier uh so apply for citizenship online uh, fill in what uh, what you think could be helpful for liberland from your perspective and uh, somebody will call you right back. Uh, you can schedule your call, and and that's that's the best way how to get citizenship. So they, so they go to is it liberland dot liberland dot uh, what is Org. it liberland dot org? Yes. And they or and they go to the ll dot land. That's another option. What, what's the other one? Gov dot ll dot land. Okay. That's uh, our, our national domain where we really want to have the LL domain in the future when we get recognized. But we need the recognition by 50 countries in order to get there. It's going to take a while. Oh, to get the .ll domain name? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so is that that's, so basically, I guess the immigration process right now is just going through the website and, and contact reaching out to you and, and being contacted about becoming a, a, a citizen? Yeah, it's uh, probably 20 questions that take some five minutes. Uh, so it's not a big, big problem to do. You, in the first step, you become a resident of Liberland. You will be able to utilize some of the banking services if you become a resident and, and you will be able to start Liberland company as part of it. You also become a member of the Chamber of Commerce uh, if you become a resident. So there, this is this initial step. But the second step of becoming citizen 
means to to deliver a little bit bigger value to to Liberland, uh, basically help us to move forward in one way or another. Uh, and again, you know, it can be financial contribution, it can be your contacts, it can be your presence on the ground, it can be the fact that you represent Liberland in some sport, uh, or you just uh, help us with the media coverage, for example. There are different ways how to how to get there. Very interesting. Very interesting. And then I guess long term, is there any? Because right now, you know, Liberland, it's the that 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 island and the adjoining property that's along the Danube. Um, but considering the fact that Liberland is is as much an idea uh, or or a nation built around an idea as it is a nation built around a piece of land, ha- have you ever considered the possibility of as you're expanding Liberland, eventually expanding into? Uh, maybe um, remote seasteading communities that are part of the of of the nation of Liberland uh, is has that been something that you've considered or? Just yesterday, I had I had the talk with Ben, uh, the, the the lead developer of Sofia, uh, yep. that got this uh, Saudi Arabia citizenship, and he's really into seasteading. And uh, I'm I'm very happy that you know that we have got very good contacts with these projects as well. They all need to fly a flag, you know. They, it's not kind of acceptable that the seas that would start its own flag somehow the international law doesn't really um, doesn't really play well for this. Uh, so, you know, I would be very happy if the seasteading projects around the world were under Liberland flag. Uh, that that would be great. And I can tell you, there are now some fifteen villages around Liberland. Uh, that that no not not in vicinity around the world that are full of Liberlanders, uh, different resort development projects or literally startup cities uh, that are Liberland affiliated. But of course they are not they are not sovereign lands of Liberland. They are just diaspora people that have Liberland citizenship started them or or they live there. And I hope there will be more. You know that whatever country you go to, there will be always a a city or or village full of Liberlanders. Uh, where you can practice your political and economic freedom beliefs in, in a better way than than the usual. It, it's a very, I, I will say, I, when I first heard it, I, I'm not going to lie, when I first heard the project, I thought, this sounds kind of odd. But the more I read about it, the more I realized this is, if you were to create a libertarian utopia, this would be the way that you would go about doing it. You would go and and you know find a piece of land that wasn't claimed or was under a you know disputed claim or something like that. You would begin creating the infrastructure uh, to be able to to hold a claim to it. Uh, you would bring people in from around the world and create, as you said, like a diaspora uh, around the world of people that are uh, 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 citizens and, and 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 wanting to be residents of an actual Liberland state. Uh, you know, you're doing all of the things. It's not usually how how it's done, but you're trying to create something that's completely different. So it's a very, very interesting project. Uh, you know, anyone who's trying to create a a a land or a state or a nation that has free trade, that is voluntarily funded, that has no central bank, that has a, a you know a peaceful um uh and, and and neutral foreign policy that wants to have you know good relations with countries around the world uh and 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 not have any kind of you know uh, wartime footing or anything like that uh, it is a major step in the right direction and so i obviously wish you all the best with this but what so what is the next step like i i know there are things that you can't share in terms of you know specifics that are happening but you know be, 
this time next year, what are the things that you can share that that are the biggest projects that you're working on right now for Liberland? The biggest thing will be the governance on chain. And I think, you know, we could, of course, build it in a traditional way in some centralized databases and, and do it like other governments. But we will be literally the first ones to run all all state agenda on a, on a single blockchain platform, which I think is a, is a big, uh, big change. It's, it's kind of the technological niche or how to call it can kind of yeah. cherry on the top of all liberal and project. But uh, I think it will be an important one because yeah, we are living in this world where things are getting decentralized and things are getting on blockchain for more transparency and, uh, it will not be possible to take down the, the IT infrastructure of Libra because it will be run independently on 21 computers around the world with some right. good texts behind it. So unlike other other systems of, of, of governance or unlike other countries, we will simply have a, a big advantage. And I, bro- I hope that it will bring a lot of attention, uh, both from blockchain community, but also from other countries. And I guess we will be for quite some time the only country running like this. And again, we will enjoy probably four or five years of advantage over the other countries. And and I hope it will first help us get recognized and second also get some uh, more serious funding uh, when when the, the Bitcoin and, and uh, Ethereum and other enthusiasts will get on board. I was just going to say, I think right now as, as crypto is, is, especially Bitcoin, is seeing its next cycle of, of, of increase, I, I personally think that uh, Bitcoin is about to go into the uh, six-figure uh, territory uh, within the next year. The people that are the most predisposed to having most of their wealth in cryptocurrency are the exact people that would want to be behind a project like this. Uh, and they're going to have a lot, their wealth is going to be a lot higher, uh, exponentially higher uh, in, the, in, in the next year or so. So that probably pretends very well for, for your project as well. Um, so I, you know, I, all I can say is, uh, you know, you already know the Libertarian Party uh, has already put our, our full, our, our full hearted endorsement behind this project and behind uh, the United States government and other governments recognizing this. Uh, so you certainly have an ally in, 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 in me and in the, the Libertarian Party. Um, and I'm very grateful that you came on to, to talk about this incredible project. I want to ask you before I let you go, um, uh, what, you know, anytime that we, uh, we sign off before we sign off, uh, I give my guests a chance to, to share anything that they felt like they didn't get a chance to already talk about, um, you know, any, any other things that you wanted to bring up about this. Uh, and so I give you, uh, the, the president, uh, of Liberland, the floor is, uh, is yours. Well, I would like to remind you that you're, of course, and your guests are invited to join us for the anniversary that will be on 13th of April. And that's the biggest event in, in the year. And then there, we, there will be a festival on, on 13th of August uh, 2021. There will be a festival, uh, preferably inside of Liberland uh, on, on our boat. So it's one of the events that you don't want to miss in the year. And I hope that the traveling will be much easier uh, next year. So... Again, if you want to meet Liberlanders, the best way to, to meet them is during those, those two events. And I would like to remind you that uh, if you don't know that yet, we haven't mentioned that, that the motto of Liberland is live and let live. 
Live and let live. I love it. This is pure libertarianism. Like if, if you know, we, we, jo- we often joke about creating a libertarian country. You're actually doing it. You're actually creating a libertarian country based on all of our values. I, I absolutely love it. So if you want to find out more about Yelichka uh, uh, and the, the Liberland Project, go to liberland.org uh, and you can find out everything that you want about it. Again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much, Spike. And folks, thanks again for tuning in to another amazing episode of My Fellow Americans. It's amazing because you're here. That's why it's amazing. It's because you're here. Uh, I'm not going to be doing an episode tomorrow of uh, Culture of Winning. I usually do episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. But tomorrow, even though it is Thursday, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And I don't intend on stopping eating long enough to do a show. And I I doubt you do either. So uh, we're going to be skipping uh tomorrow for thanksgiving so have a happy thanksgiving and join us uh next monday for culture of winning i will be interviewing uh my guest will be kara schultz she is uh has just been uh re-elected again to the uh burnsville minnesota city council and she's also the head of the uh libertarian elected officials organization as well so i'm looking forward and she's also a dear friend i'm really looking forward to this actually and then uh tune in Next Tuesday for another episode of The Muddy Waters of Freedom, where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's events like the sweet little autumn cherubs that we are. And then my guest next week will be none other than David Andrew Gay, dadman from Liberty Memes. Uh, he's gonna be share he's gonna be talking with us about uh, the Liberty Memes $5 Charity Club, which has already raised hundreds of thousands of dollars in just a few months uh, for various uh, charities and various uh, people that need help uh, across the country. Uh, we're going to talk about voluntarism. We're going to talk about, uh, as libertarians, we are promoting a culture of helping each other, charity and mutual aid, instead of having the government rob us and give it back to us if it sees fit. And we're going to talk about how we build that future that we want to see. So I hope that you join me for that. That's going to be an awesome episode. And uh, in the meantime, have a happy Thanksgiving. I will see you next week. I'm Spike Cohen, and you are the power. God bless, guys.
they say about an eye for an eye in a time with the blind lead the blind. Who am I to deny when cry when a loved one dies? I recognize that body outside with a hole in the body that was alive. Now they find a chalk outline. Find out how, but you never know why. It ain't even make it to the news that night. It ain't even make it to the news that night. That's why sister, mother, father, brother, son. That's one of mine. All these tears, I close my eyes. Open up to only find I'm in line. There's a point this murder happened all the time. Either lose your life or mine. Caught up in the first inside. That ain't how it started now. How were we supposed to survive? There's a war going on outside. Who would want to raise a child? Whom the throne is flashing by? Now you have to say goodbye when you watch them on the news and five. Don't tell me how. Tell me why.